This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Citizen Capital Studios in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, District Sentinel. BBG playing a goalie last night. I I am reluctant to give credit to anyone other than Braden Holtby for that save. But yes, Barbara uh, had a hell of a game for us. I think she was really present on that five-on-three penalty kill when we uh, killed that off. That's when I really felt the presence of Barbara Bush. I did not watch the game, still have not watched the game, but I did see a highlight of that save and uh, did find that pretty impressive. I was uh, watching the net, waiting for it to ripple with the Las Vegas goal, and I it just never did. All right, well, we're in the final day of May, final day of Meltdown May. Sam, you've been honoring the occasion all day long, haven't you? Yeah. You've been melting down online all day. I've been getting, but for a good cause. I've been I've been getting very angry at local restaurants online for this the last day of Meltdown May. But yeah, you're yeah you're right. I'm completely justified. Basically, uh, to catch everyone up to speed, there is a ballot initiative next month that would abolish the tipped minimum wage. Uh, so for those of you who don't know. A lot of places, most states have a tip minimum wage, 42 of them, in fact. Uh, And when you go out to a restaurant to eat, your server only gets a minimum of like $3 an hour and is literally living off your tips. Uh, So we have a ballot initiative to end that. It's coming up next month. And there are some restaurants who are very vocal and uh, celebrity, celebrity chef Jose Andres, a guy who likes to act like a woke fucking uh, juggernaut fighting Trump. He is against this, just like he was against the paid leave, just like he was against the last minimum wage campaign. So you got a lot of fucking self-righteous liberal fucking restaurant owners, small business tyrants who are just shitting themselves in my mentions on Twitter because I told Jose Andres to fuck himself and he blocked me. And of course, they're all trying to impress him. Didn't like a chopped champion threaten to fight you? Now... (laughs) He didn't uh, threaten to overtly fight me. Uh, what well, his name is, I think his handle is Tapas Chef. But yeah, he did not threaten to overtly fight me. He was just like, "You sound like a tough guy. Where are you? Come here. Like, let's come hang out." <laughs> so I. That's kind of how you. That's kind of how you threaten to fight someone on Twitter. Yeah. You, you don't do it, you know, out in the open like that. You just say, "Hey, let's meet in person." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, it, it, it's really hard to say if I was actually melting down or if I was just caught in other people's meltdowns. Yeah. Well, the meltdown around Roseanne Barr continues into another day with conservatives trying to get a bunch of liberals fired for using naughty words. Uh, the latest being Samantha B, who dropped a hard C word in describing uh, Ivanka Trump last night. I just got to say, I don't obviously don't think that Samantha B should be fired for dropping a hard C and that's completely different than being racist over and over and over again as Roseanne has shown but if the fallout over Roseanne getting fired leads to Samantha B, Joy Reid and Bill Maher all losing their shows 
that's a win-win, win-win in my book. Yeah, it's uh, it's really hard to keep track of how many wins we would stack up right there. But I, I just want to say that, I, and again, I do not like Samantha B at all and really could do without her being a content-making presence uh, in our lives. But yeah. isn't a woman calling another woman the C-word... Isn't that kind of like... Are you saying there's a special place in hell reserved? No, no, no. I'm saying, uh, uh, like, it's different if a woman uses oh, the C oh, word for yeah, a woman. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know? It should be allowed. Like how there's a certain... Like we can make Jew jokes. Right. Or how there's a certain word that starts with yeah. an N that no white person should ever say. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know. Samantha B again, should get a pass. Uh, I'm just saying, I but wouldn't she mind be fired, if she doesn't though, have her show. Yeah. yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, speaking of shows, our show, big changes coming up to this show starting next week on Monday. Patreon subscribers will be able to watch this show. Five bucks a month on Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel. You get all sorts of bonus content already for signing up. You get haikus. Now you get to watch the newscast of record for the left every Monday through Thursday at 4 p.m. or sometime around that time. So, nothing's changing to the show if you're not a subscriber. If you listen on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever to District Sentinel Radio and you like it, nothing's changing it. If you like your podcast, you can keep your podcast. Yeah, the, mo the most changes are on the print side. And I think when all is said and done, those are going to be for the better like for the way 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 better yes i think our print yes. content is going to be uh really good yeah starting i mean next it's week, already we're gonna good be it's already good wait 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 it's it's good already yeah but it's going to be better yeah we're going to be releasing premium print quality content now on a weekly basis a weekly zine for our patreon subscribers as well we'll have more details on that next week so this is a big weekend sign up for patreon so on monday you can watch this show. You can see the two Sams in the flesh through your screen. Not in real life, but on video. But I guess that will uh, prepare them for yelling at us in real life. Yeah, you can chat. You can yell at us on the chat. You'll be able to chat. And yeah, you'll be uh, you'll you'll know more what we look like. So like you can you know. Okay. Speaking of Patreon subscribers, we do have a few haikus to read. So. Let's get to them right now. This is for Sloan. Online restaurant fight. The industry is diseased. Manager tyrants. Thank you, Sloan. This one is for Tim. Hackers ruthlessly questioned building seven on joy reads read report thank you tim yes tim thank you and thank you to all our new subscribers on patreon that's patreon.com slash district sentinel it's thursday may 31st 2018 here's the news <laughs> The government's bid to criminalize dissent suffered a setback on Thursday. It was discovered that the prosecution in the J-20 trial 
This is related to the people arrested here in D.C. during the inauguration. The prosecution had withheld exculpatory evidence. It's called a Brady violation for our uh, Mike Dicta listeners out there. As a result, charges against more than a dozen J-20 protesters were thrown out by a judge in Washington, D.C. It was actually prosecution uh, recommended they be thrown out after they got caught. Think Progress reported that prosecutors specifically withheld nearly 70 video and audio recordings, including secret recordings from James O'Keefe's right-wing operation Project Veritas. The videos reportedly showed planners of the J-20 protests stressing de-escalation which is contrary to the narrative put forward by the prosecution that demonstrators arrived to destroy the city. I wish. Fuck me up, fam. Almost 200 people were arrested on Inauguration Day and charged with felony rioting. In December, charges were dropped on more th- against more than 100 of those defendants. While most of the remaining have now seen their charges dropped, a handful of activists are still in the process of trial or facing legal proceedings. Though it's likely the government's case against them is just as tainted as it was against the others that we saw their charges thrown out today. Overall, a remarkable failure by U.S. Attorney Jennifer Kirkhoff, who is leading the prosecutions, that is, unless she never intended to secure any prosecutions and just wanted to make uh, these poor people's lives hell for a year. If that was her intention, she succeeded in that. Previously announced steel and aluminum tariffs will apply to Canada, Mexico, and EU countries. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross confirmed today that the taxes will take effect tomorrow, the latest deadline for parties to hash out a deal. That was according to NBC News. In March, the Trump administration had announced the penalties, 25% on steel, 10% on aluminum. NAFTA members in EU countries had been exempt, but that is set to end tomorrow. Naturally, retaliation is already in the works. Canada's Foreign Affairs Minister, Christia Freeland, said Ottawa will impose duties dollar for dollar targeting steel and aluminum-based products. The CBC noted this includes beer kegs, whiskey, toilet paper, and, quote, hair lacquers. It was just a... CBC's word there, not mine. Mexico, meanwhile, will tax U.S. pork bellies, grapes, apples, and flat steel. That's according to the AP. Also, EU officials said they would impose rebalancing duties while filing a case against the U.S. at the World Trade Organization. At around 3 p.m. Eastern time, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down about 1% or 236 points. By the way, this could get a lot uglier. Trump reportedly told French President Emmanuel Macron that he would ban imports of luxury German cars. That's according to an article in German magazine, Wirtschaftswoche. I think that's how you pronounce it. Voldemort. (laughs) Either way, the, the claims didn't include direct quotes and automotive news said they could not be independently verified. Yeah, apparently Trump told French French President Emmanuel Macron that he won't rest until there's not a single Mercedes-Benz left on Fifth Avenue. wonder what's up with Trump's grudge against German cars. Checking in on Scott Pruitt news. Democrats want more information about another potential scandal for the EPA administrator. Senators Tom Udall, Sheldon Whitehouse, and Tom Carper wrote to the EPA's inspector general to launch an investigation into the work of a former scheduler of Pruitt's, First reported by the Washington Post and confirmed by Pruitt during a hearing earlier this month, his scheduler, Milan Hupp, conducted personal work for Pruitt, including helping the administrator look for an apartment, and Hupp wasn't compensated for that work. 
Now, the trio of Democrats who wrote the letter cite all sorts of things wrong with this arrangement, from misusing the time of an employee to misusing public dollars if the employee was on the clock at the time, to accepting an improper gift given that Pruitt, a public official, was given a free service, someone looking for an apartment for them. The IG's office confirmed that it was in receipt of the letter and it is reviewing the matter. Donald Trump has used his power to clear the name of yet another right-wing shithead. The president today announced he would be pardoning Dinesh D'Souza, the conservative shitposter who pleaded guilty in 2014 to violating federal campaign finance laws. Who's uh, spent the last few months picking on students who survived a school shooting, Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah, but that doesn't make him that much different from other Republicans. At any rate, in 2012, D'Souza had used straw donors to exceed limits on donations to Wendy Long, a Republican Senate candidate in New York. He was... He was released from prison in 2015. According to CNN, Texas Republican Ted Cruz had lobbied hard for Trump to grant the pardon. D'Souza celebrated the wiping clean of his record in a tweet. He said, quote, Obama and his stooges tried to extinguish my American dream and destroy my faith in America. Thank you at real Donald Trump for fully restoring both. D'Souza is widely considered one of the objectively worst right-wing commentators. His election year movie about Hillary Clinton last year took home four, count them, (laughs) four Razzie Awards. And those are the awards that are given out annually to the worst movies of the year. Today's reprieve came about six weeks after Trump pardoned Scooter Libby, the Dick Cheney aide convicted for perjury after the George W. Bush administration leaked the name of a CIA operative to retaliate against her husband. Love that norm-respecting Bush administration. But fear not, Democrats. Trump also said he would consider pardoning some liberal celebrities and politicians, most notably Martha Stewart and Rod Blagojevich. Mm. Stewart was convicted of minor insider trading charges. Blagojevich did something much, much worse. He was Illinois governor when Barack Obama was elected, and in 2009, he was impeached, removed from office, and eventually received a 14-year prison sentence for saying he would sell Obama's Senate seat. Trump said Blagojevich's true crime was not being corrupt, but, quote, being stupid and saying things that every other politician, you know, that many other politicians say. Plenty of other politicians have said a lot worse, Trump added, and it doesn't And it doesn't, he shouldn't have been put in jail. And he's a Democrat, he's not my party, but I thought that he was treated unfairly. I wonder why the hotel man is concerned about corruption convictions. I don't know. Yeah, or possible uh, contribution violations like in the case of Dinesh D'Souza. Also, also... How hard is it sometimes to read these Trump these uh, quotes from Trump? Yeah. It's just his brain is everywhere. Finally, the White House is not cooperating with the top federal watchdog. Politico is reporting that the Government Accountability Office has reached out to White House counsel Don McGahn about the administration's unwillingness to meet with government investigators. The reach out was itself ignored. Now, a bipartisan group of lawmakers on the House Oversight Committee, including Elijah Cummings and Trey Gowdy, are looking into the matter and plan to hold a public hearing on the White House's unresponsiveness to the GAO. The watchdog noted that it has been met with silence on a number of requests to the White House related to Inspector General vacancies, travel costs, and security measures. That is going to do it for the newscast today. We got no calls on the rant line, so uh, go ahead and refill it back up. The number is 202 684 61 08. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Another sponsor, 
levelnews.org, and Citizen Capital. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review, give us a rating, tell your friends to listen. Patreon subscribers, you'll hear from us tomorrow for the Sentinel cast. Everybody else, we're back Monday for the newscast. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, you'll be able to watch us on Monday for the first time ever on the newscast. We're in D.C., so you don't have to be.